Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew. Great to have you here with me on day 29 of our Bible in the Year devotional. The devotional where every day we try a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. I'm glad that you're here with me today. Day 29, as I've already said, very close to the end of our very first month. Congratulations if you've stuck with this plan. Well done. If you're joining us for the first time, feel free to head back to day one. Start the devotional afresh and get into the Word of God. We're covering the Bible in a year, as I've already said, and I'm excited. Today's scripture readings are in the descriptions as always, but I'll read them to you as well. Psalm 17, 6 to 12, Matthew 21 to 19, Job 11, 1 to 14, 22. So that is our scripture for today. As always, if you haven't done so already, take a moment and follow on our audio platforms. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe and click the bell so that it's devotional gets pumped at the top of your feed every day and so that we can get this out further and wider to everyone who wants to get into the Word of God. Okay, let's get into the brews for today, though. We are starting a new round of seven days, and we're back on the Pihar blend. You'll remember this from a few days ago. We had this as an espresso, but today we're having this as the filter because uh, I thought it would be a good idea to try it. So made it as a filter blend and really excited to give this a try. Remember the tasting notes? Cacao, cocoa, cocoa. Cocoa, cacao, uh, Valencia orange, and roasted almond. Annalise has told me to stop saying cacao. It's cocoa. Just say cocoa. But it says cacao. It, look, it's what it says on the packaging. Anyway, it's besides the point. Today we're having it as, an, as a, not an espresso, as a filter blend uh, in the Chemex. So my ratio is 20 grams of coffee for 300 grams of water. And that's brewed. Uh, for the amount of time it takes to brew the water through the filter. I'm excited to give this a try today. I'm looking forward to seeing what this tastes like as a filter. I did love it as an espresso. So let's give this Mount Atkinson Piha blend a go. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very flat flavor. I, I reckon I may have brewed this wrong because I'm not, I'm not getting much. Let's try it again. Let it linger on the tongue. Yeah, I'm getting a very faint. Obviously, the filter is a lighter flavor in the mouth. But the espresso, I feel like when I made the espresso, it had a bit more bite to it, especially around the orange flavor. This has got a lingering aftertaste, which really gives you the flavor of the orange, a little bit of that roasted almond. More roasted almond in this, though, than what was in the espresso. So as always, the filter gives us a different uh, flavor profile. It's a little bit lighter, but maybe I didn't do this right. I'm still trying to get the Chemex down perfectly. So if you're a barista at home and you're watching this, feel free to send me your uh, Chemex ideas and your Chemex thoughts, particularly on grind type, all of that gear. I'm still just trying to figure that out. I like it. It's not one that I'm like screaming from the rooftops good. It's not. It's definitely not the worst one. Uh, it's a good one. So Mount Atkinson Coffee, two for two for me. Check it out on the website or head to West Auckland and grab some beans for yourself. Now, that's enough of the brews for today, though. Let's get into the Bible and let's talk about love. Love is such an interesting word. In fact, love is an interesting concept. For different people, it has different definitions. Is it a feeling? Is it emotion? Is it a describing word? Is it a choice? Our culture ultimately has watered down the definition of love. And today, I want to take a look at love uh, and at the love we can experience and encounter in every waking moment of our lives through our readings today. So let's have a look at this by starting in our Psalms. And the Psalmist asks God to show them the wonders of your great love. Off the bat, we can learn two things. Number one, God can show us his love. It's not something that's unattainable, but it's something we can experience in our lives. 
The second thing is that this word wonders is better translated to wondrously show. It's this word in the Hebrew, poor law, poor law. Uh, and this word is translated as to sever, separated, wonderfully, set apart, marvelous, and put a difference. It means to be distinct, marked out, and separated, to be distinguished. That means that God's love for us is not like the love we have in our society. It's a distinct love. It's a love that is separated and is distinguished. How amazing is that? That the love God has for us is not something fluffy, cute, or changing. It doesn't change with, oh my gosh, I love this flavor today, and tomorrow I don't love this flavor anymore. It's separate. It's unique, and it's powerful. Not only that, it's the love that he has for us that separates us from the world. No other love that we know is like this. No other love is like his love that he has toward us. Remember that the context for David that he's writing this in is he's surrounded by enemies. No matter what we face in good seasons and in bad, we can always rely on God's love towards us. Jesus in Matthew, he highlights a unique factor of his love. That for everyone who is willing to come and be a part of the kingdom, there is a blessing attached. That means whether you've been, a, been there for a long time or a short time, the blessing is yours. This is unique to the Christian faith because most, faith, most faiths rely on time, effort, and actions to earn love, blessings, and status. But that's not our faith. As Christians, that's not the God we serve. The God we serve is a generous God, a God of grace and mercy and love. It means that today you can come and receive the full portion of his love, the full portion of his grace, and the full portion of mercy, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. He will meet you where you're at, and he'll bring you along on the journey. The only thing we need to do is to, number one, accept his invitation, to accept his invitation to fellowship and communion, and to follow him for the rest of the days of our lives. And the second thing we need to do is get to work in the field, wherever you are. You need to get to work in your heart, being the hands and feet of Jesus in your community. Listen, if you've been a Christian for a while, this might frustrate you, that no matter how long you've been a Christian uh, and following Jesus, the person who comes next gets the same measure of blessing that you get. But come on, seriously, if, if you're watching this today or listening to this today and you're getting hung up on this, can I remind you that you didn't earn it when you received it and you didn't have a problem when he extended it all to you. So maybe you should take a rain check and celebrate the salvation of those around you. You might not be able to understand how it works. And yesterday we learned that the kingdom of heaven is a bit around the other way and the whole the last shall be first and the first shall be last thing. But Jesus died so that everyone might have access. This is great reason to celebrate. In Job, in the Job passage of scripture today, we read that Job reveals that he's not actually the perfect human. Yes, the Bible says that he was blameless and had lived, in, and had lived an upright life fearing God, but he was not perfect. In fact, in Job 13, 26, he speaks of the sins of his youth. Guys, the truth is none of us are perfect. We all try and we all fall short. The love of God for us is not linked to our sin. Nothing we can do helps us earn more or lose it. He loves us unconditionally. Job's friends, they didn't know this. They didn't get the memo, obviously. They literally, oh my gosh, they literally, reading this is so frustrating. They literally go on and on and on about Job's sin and condemn him, suggesting that it's his sin that was linked to his suffering. They're flippant in their words. They're careless and they're wrong. Job, on the other hand, he has a great grasp of understanding that his life is in God's hands. He trusts the Lord, despite the fact that at no point does God ever explain to Job why he allowed the suffering to come into his life in the first place. Job never had the promise of the cross. 
We're so blessed to know that because of Jesus's great love for us, he died so that we might live. We have this great display of love of Jesus on the cross, his death, his resurrection, that gives us hope in every season. I wonder, would we be willing to trust God no matter what we go through and no matter what we experience? Three, two, verse one, of the two. day. Yes, the super sneaky extra bonus verse of today. Let's have a look at it. Job 13, five to six. If only you would be altogether silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Job is being berated by his friends here. And I've said it before, but reading this is so frustrating. I don't know about you. It does my head in reading over and over and over again about Job's friends. I'm sure that their hearts were in a really great place. I'm sure that they really cared about Job and that they really tried. But man, they shanked the delivery of their device. They really did. Sometimes people don't actually need our words of wisdom. Sometimes they need us to have the ability to read the room and see that our silence is more of an encouragement than our thoughts on the situation. Well, that's it for day 29 on The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for joining me again tomorrow. We will be that much closer to finishing the month. Two days time, we will have completed a full month of the devotional plan. And I hope that you are enjoying this as much as I am. I'm seriously, I'm praying for you. I pray that God is speaking to you through these verses, through the Bible, and that you're getting as much out of this as I am. Feel free to jump on YouTube and send me some comments about some of the things God is speaking to you about. Also, uh, feel free to hit me up on the social media DMs on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you about what God is saying to you as well that is it for today though join me tomorrow for day 30 the big three zero uh on our daily brew devotional until then though if it's the start of your day have a great rest of your day and if it's time for sleep good night sleep tight don't let the bed bugs bite two for two i'm doing really well i think that maybe i've locked it maybe it's not really to celebrate anyway see you tomorrow back here on the daily brew see ya